0: listenership that's a big deal so it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast all you have to do is download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today but his mom was like hyper abusive towards him like if I kind of read the kind of shit that she would say to him because he wrote it in his autobiography, it's fucking terrible. But he he was 13 and he had he got some weed from an older homie who was like his brother. Hmm. Like he looked up to this guy, right? And he laced his shit like on training day. Yeah, and that's how he got hooked on drugs. Wow. And apparently he got him into rap too, right? Like that. Yeah. Same so guy, he huh? he he was rapping and um that that became his his mentor because they saw promise in him, right? Okay. Dude? And so he he went He's through in all- five <laughs> four. Three, two, one. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I'm your host, David so mm-hmm. We have Nick the Quick Ear here. The queen? <laughs> the the queer? queen or the queer. No. Either or. Either Someone some called me Nick the Mouth the other day and I was like, what
1: does that mean? Why? No. could you talk too much? No. He'd oh. be sucking them dicks. Yeah, but like keep Have that you out. ever tried?
0: Nah. Would you? Nah. Honestly, would you? No, suck someone's dick. <laughs> I, think I think out of everybody here, you'd be the one. Yeah, no, no. no. We, think, we yeah. had this.
1: Remember, we had a whole conversation about like, would you rather take it in the butt or suck somebody off? I'm I'm team taking it in the butt all the way over sucking. Oh, the that, that's dick. weird, dude. That, I that know is kind of weird. weird. Yeah. I'm bringing
0: you
2: take it back, it in the dude. ass. I'm bringing it back. I think the thing is with I can, you... I could prep that. You know what I mean? I can't see you blowing a guy like because... <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Appreciate wait, wait, no, wait. I can't see me blowing wait, a guy? Wait, wait, Because you're gay? I feel like it's because you're so nice and you want to just help out? Yeah. You want like to If be, it's like, part of like, their training program? Like, like oh, that. it'll
1: help you lose weight. Okay, yeah. Like, ah, uh,
2: <laughs> Sign a, up for coaching with me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm having a bad
1: day. Like, ah, uh, I'm having a bad day. Like, ah, uh, you like, know, I'll just... Yeah, it's like it's like a pre-workout. And I could see you routine. sucking that guy's dick. Yeah. Yeah, I still
0: yeah. can't see me taking it up the butt though. I'd rather suck the dick because I'm in control. This is my dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, you know, putting something U-Cup. in your
0: mouth is very intimate. I think
1: that's very and something in your butt in your ass. Hey, dude. some people have different standards, my man. Like you know, because I could just I can compartmentalize and just look off into space while someone's just fucking plowing. You know plowing what I mean? your ass is so disrespectful though, huh? Yeah, bro. But have you ever had something hey, these, up
0: your butt though? These cheeks tight. Nah. So you got going to make a bust quick
2: is what you're saying. Yeah. Like
1: these
0: cheeks, bro, this, this hole tight yeah boy. but when you're when you're sucking yeah. somebody's dick though you can control how fast they come so you can make it quick
1: you get like you
0: gotta enjoy it though like you gotta
1: like you know and also if they, you gotta put some effort into it like i gotta put like some that. effort into fucking sucking oh my come on, God. Bro. but wait with the dick <laughs> suck is this?
2: at least like <laughs> what if, is this if man? they get
1: crazy you have like you can squeeze ball
2: you know what i <laughs> yeah, mean if they you like get bite. too aggressive you're like hey and then he's like oh shit you know like who's really in
1: control here you know i'm not into the yeah that's true like if you're getting
2: piped in the ass and like you lift your you're
1: all like you're done there is a sense of domination of just getting <laughs> fucked in the ass. You know what I yeah, mean?
0: Yeah, dude. But someone's sucking someone's dick. Like, when yeah, like you grab getting, the balls, you're getting smashed, and then your dick is hitting your belly button. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm I'm taping it
1: back, so there's none of that. <laughs> what are you talking about, about, bro? This guy's never been plowed in the ass before. Uh, uh, like yeah, an
0: amateur hour Double-sided tape on the top of your
1: dick? <laughs> you just, yeah. See. See, this is, oh, the, this is how you know David's wow. a pro. Double-sided tape. Most double-sided. people think just regular. I'm an arts
0: and craft person, that's why. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Scotch Double-sided tape. <laughs> yeah, 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 you ever get yeah, yeah. plowed in the ass? You started doing stand-up again.
2: I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Transition. It's a pro. He's yeah, you a get pro. ass.
1: <laughs> he, he's, he's been doing this podcast for fucking been seven it, years now. Yeah. Like, come on now, guy. Come on, bro. How Read was a that? Book?
2: I did, bro. It was fun. I was so scared. Honestly so nervous that i had pain in my chest like legit pain in my chest how long like, has trying it been since down. your first show uh your last show, it's I been mean. like over a year yeah that's scary over a year. bro and i was like i was like all the you know the mental battle before you get on stage you're like no nah, i can do this i've done this before blah, blah, blah. but then there's this other voice like now nah, you're gonna bomb and no one's
1: gonna like your friends are all gonna not talk to you every day <laughs> 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 well, you know, why did you only direct that question to david like you didn't direct it to me at all like i'm sitting in the room too bro (laughs)
2: um but yeah dude so that fighting that voice that weird voice that's like tells you it's just gonna be like a plane's gonna crash in your house uh but once i got on stage i had a couple drinks too so that helped out a little bit to calm down but once i got up there i felt fucking i felt like i got better honestly from Mm -hmm. the layoff because like before i felt like i was kind of stuck in my material and in kind of dumb just like a routine and i realized i was putting too much pressure on my shows to like to, they all had to be like killer shows, mm. and it wasn't giving me the freedom to be loose and try new things. Mm. So I, I that now it's like I, I was like brand new again. I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I, I don't. Get, what am I going to talk about? I just kind of went up, riffed, crowd work, and then did a couple jokes here and there, and it was great. Like I felt fucking That's really dope, good. Dude. Damn. And dude. it kind of just reignited the the, the fire. Like, oh, I, I can't wait to get on stage again. Baby, excited, what's your next show? Baby. I don't have one right now.
3: All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Must have been a great show. Well, so, like, uh,
0: why, why? don't you huh? do a show with with Pat? Why don't you hop on the next show? Because it's I. I Here is one thing that I don't want to do. I don't want to do stand up with a with a half crowd. Hmm. And plus, like with this and you podcast crowd, having motherfucker, with, you, with, bro. well, it's because of right now you can't fill up
2: the
1: spot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true.
3: It's
2: still, but honestly, on the on the flip side, it's like why not? Like it's kind of very money. low stakes, you know? Oh money. Money. yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. We, so yeah. we could yeah. actually get paid. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's it was
0: tough for us to do stand up and then we walk away losing money. Yeah, You're like wait, yeah, you get yeah, paid? Wait, what? They pay you. So you go walk with a paycheck. I could walk away with something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, I got you. I got you. But trying new jokes. Uh,
2: No, not really. I did a couple, like I did a lot of crowd work because they weren't really listening. It was a rough crowd. That yeah. was what I was going to tell you. It's like, That's, they weren't know. like, it was a long show and there was some of the comics were like, mm, and then they were just not really paying attention. So I had to go out there and like bust their balls and talk shit to them. To, yeah. to get, it's like kind of starting a fire, right? It's yeah. like, if they're not listening, it takes a while. Like you don't just go boom when there's a fire. You got to like, chip at it, chip at it, blow on it. Chip chip blow, yeah, blow blow and then baby. they all start kind of listening and then you start doing your jokes and then they're on board. I like so the by the end mic open
0: mics were so hard, dude. Mm. Like because nobody's you know, listening, right? Well, it depends on when you go up, mm. right? And sometimes better comics come in. They'll push you back, push you back, and then you're at the point where everybody's fucking exhausted and even you're tired. Yeah, you yeah. know. And then you're trying to do your set because the buildup, right? And also, there's there's it's
2: like negative energy. Like yeah. it, there's just like neutral energy, and then there's negative like dark hole energy, <laughs> and that's what open mics are. Yeah. Yep. All the time, it's like just like. Like it hurts to be in there. It's like, you remember in Dragon Ball Z where they would train in the gravity chambers yeah. and it was like 200 a hundred? It's yeah. like that. It's like you're like on the floor. Uh, like, just standing here is
3: painful. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, open mics are fucking brutal. Because everybody always says like for open mics, it's like, because it's mostly comedians in there, right? Like other comedians. So they're yeah. all like, they're not listening to you. They're just thinking about what the fuck they're going to say when they Sometimes, go Sometimes, yeah,
2: right? that's the thing. But the thing is you just have to learn how to engage. Like it's, you're not going to, don't don't expect a standing ovation you know like just kind of see what it's just a good it's like hitting a bag that's what i equate it to it's like fuck it like i'm just gonna throw my punches because it's like part of it is just so you can hear yourself saying it too and you feel the rhythm of the joke because like even when i'm up there and whatever the reaction is i can kind of feel while i'm talking like i'm taking too long like this is taking too long to get to something funny and Mm. then that's a note for me to go back and edit it you know or Mm. this is like a little unclear you know like so it still serves a purpose even though it's fucking brutal are all yeah. comedy clubs open again now? i don't think all of them are yet i know i think the haha ha opened up they're doing outdoor stuff i don't know what's up with the ice house i think the comedy store might be doing some outdoor or they do drive-in mm. stuff right now i feel like after june know.
0: because everybody should have well a majority of people should have a shot now yeah i think june is the moment that everybody's going to open up and it's going to be back to normal again yeah yeah, because the hard part was a lot of stand-up comics They, the ones that only do stand-up for a living they got fucked yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck were they gonna do for a living after this because yeah. it, it was literally they had all this sh- shit booked and it was just gone they, didn't, they weren't doing movies. They're not acting. They yeah. don't have a side job or a side hustle. This is how they paid their bills. And yeah. they would just disappear overnight.
2: Yeah, if they didn't have a podcast or whatever or something oh, yeah. else ringing in income, then yeah, they were fucked. Like,
0: what the fuck are they supposed to do at that point? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel like the outdoor stuff, too, is kind of hard. Because even if you're outdoors, sure. you're so spread apart. The setting is weird. Yeah, and laughing, too, is contagious. Mm-hmm. So if, like, the table next to you is laughing and makes you want to laugh. There are times where I'm in a comedy club, and I clearly don't like this guy's set. But there's somebody next to me who's laughing, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I guess yeah.
1: it's funny shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm an asshole. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I don't know comedy. I yeah, don't know. Maybe I don't <laughs> know shit. Having a good time. I'm having a good time.
0: <laughs> you know, and so you kind of, there's that synergy that's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah right.
2: Absolutely. Makes and also sad. distractions. I mean, a car like burr, burr, like in the middle of your punchline, or like a dog yeah. just taking a shit over there. It's just <laughs> like there's a lot of things going on where you like constantly have to like wrangle them back in. You know.
0: You know, the last time when we had the podcast, I was supposed to upload that fucking episode. Yeah. Let me just tell you something. Because I knew I was going to Hawaii, mm. I was out to fucking lunch. So I only recorded your audio, his mic and my mic were off and the video was off. <laughs> Bro. This
1: podcast was fire. I was, it was like good. That might have been some of our best work, but this fool
0: <laughs> didn't so start funny, the dude.
1: camera. You I didn't
0: film it. When when I found out the audio wasn't there either, <clears throat> uh-huh. you should have heard the amount of cursing in this room. I thought like, FUCK!
2: FUCK! I was so pissed. I had a feeling, bro. So it sounded like I, I was a having a conversation with myself. Is that what it
0: sounded like? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like so the background talking like
1: this.
0: You just <laughs> hear this what like way? this this faint voice in the background. It just goes, hey, and then you go, ha. <laughs> 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 and I was just so pissed. I was like, yo, I remember this <laughs> one being so fucking funny. But yeah, then I just did, that's the first time I didn't My record the fire. audio and the fucking video, dude. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know what happened. But that week was a little weird. You're in vacation. Yeah, vacation mode. Vacation Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii mode is different though.
1: Hawaii and there's Hawaii mode and there's vacation mode. Mm-hmm. I've been to Hawaii once, and I just know that I'm an expert now. It's the greatest place on earth. I told you Hawaii was. Great. It's the. Yeah. Man, it's. I don't want to go anywhere else but Hawaii. You know
0: what I mean? Hawaii? And it's
1: and it's in and, and it's in the U.S. I don't have to fucking go through customs, and I can just fly over to Hawaii. Now Dude the paradise? whole, the whole
0: coronavirus the thing before you to get checked before you go into Hawaii was giving me mad anxiety. Same, right? I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be quarantined. I'm gonna be quarantined for ten well, days." Like, what I was it? So, seventy two hours before you have to get a test to make sure that you don't have corona right but okay. they don't tell you how fast you're going to get it it can be it's a period of you can get it in a day or four days well if it goes four days you're fucked you're going to yep. be quarantined because you need to get those tests before you fly out oh shit! so everybody got their <clears throat> shit but me so i'm like well here it is i'm going to go to fucking hawaii in a hotel for eight days oh yeah. my god so i was getting super nervous but the day before it came in and oh my I got god in. damn yeah, that's scary yep
2: so it's eight days mandatory. Like if you don't get ten days, results. ten days mandatory. Ten days. So and yeah. how long were you there for? Like I was there for eight
0: days. So you would have had a, you would have missed your flight to get back. hundred percent. I also found out that I have something called a, a sun allergy. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, made that up. You know, <laughs> like, it, I forgot what the acronym is, but I have <laughs> it must a be good. I have a sun allergy where uh my skin is sensitive to UV rays. So I guess like out in LA, it's not that strong, the UV rays, right? Because I'm out biking all the time, whatever yeah. we're training in parks, I'm okay. But uh in the past like five or six years I've been going to Hawaii, I assumed that the shit that I was getting was a, like a diaper rash, it was like a heat rash. Okay. So when you have wet clothes or whatever, you mm. know, babies get that shit. But um, it didn't make sense because I was getting rashes <laughs> where it was exposed to light. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's not wet here. So why would I get this yeah. rash? Yeah. Um, They're all red, right? Yeah. So you get mm. you, you get raised bumps. Like, you can even see some of the, the bumps right here where I was scratching at it. Mm. But it's if when I go into UV light, it causes a like an allergic rash. Like, you get – it's not hives, but it's bumps all over your body. And so the, uh, the only way to cure it is through constant exposure to UV light. So for seven fucking days I was wrecked And then on the eighth day When I'm leaving It all disappeared Oh fuck <laughs> What the fuck That means you gotta go back To Hawaii for another month. I am I'm actually going back On the 25th Bullshit And
2: it's... you can't do that here You can't get that UV exposure Well the, the UV light here Is not Just as not... strong as the shit In Hawaii The Hawaiian Gosh, sun is yeah. different bro It's different It's different And what I
0: love about Hawaii too Like half the people There are fucking fat So it doesn't even matter bro When bro, like, I'm it. out there I'm like They're like Hey man you're really fit I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. You want bodybuilder <laughs> or something <laughs> Hey bro What's, what's
1: up, up dude? Yeah. how'd what you was? notice are,
0: are you in the CrossFit Games yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you man like Hawaii is super chill nobody gives a fuck out it's there it's the best bro. it's so chill
2: it is really chill
0: like God. the only people who care about like their physical if, if you're in Waikiki Everywhere else, people yeah. were just chilling. There was this one kid that looked just like me, just dark as fuck. He was just like, "Hey man, I'm a big fan." I'm like, "Bro, you fat as fuck, just like <laughs> me, man." <laughs>
1: hey, the, the best of Waikiki is all like the big Samoan kids that just jump off the the little uh, I don't know what it is, like the the giant like rock, and these kids are just like they're anywhere from five years old all the way to like. 15 they could be 20 i don't know they all some of them look really fucking old with these giant like hawaiian kids and they're big as fuck and they just jump off and they just splat they just do like cannonballs and stuff it's a good time i just like watching people have fun you You didn't, you didn't do it yourself
0: (laughs) (laughs) the fuck you didn't do it yourself no you just just stood next to the rock watching them you didn't
1: me and tip were sitting from far away we're just people watching and then we're just like wow why don't you jump off because it
0: was and like those big so old th- flat feet of yours you would have jetted right through the water <laughs> 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 yeah, <fucking> dolphin.
1: <laughs> yeah bro you know it's like i am a pretty good swimmer but like you know whatever but yeah it's just like it seems like their thing and i was like you yeah, know this is my first day in hawaii and i was like i have plenty of t- i have plenty of days and you to did nothing do this. did you jump I off any shit. cliffs you didn't, didn't jump, jump off any no cliffs. no cliffs
2: but jumping's so fun it's so scary though yeah i jumped off and when i was in hawaii i jumped off the highest thing i've ever jumped off in my Fucking life. It took me like two hours to work up the courage to actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was, was like, I was like standing. fuck, <laughs> dude, it was like this little cove. And I actually left. I didn't do it. I like left and I got back in the car. I was with Jose and his wife. And I sat in the car and I felt like such a bitch. I was like, oh, I'm s- wow. Such a pussy for not doing that. like yeah. And Jose was giving me shit. I ended up yelling at Jose because Jose was trying to like, encourage me. I was like, shut the
1: fuck up. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: just. So scared, like, the it was a maui and then uh, yeah and then we we got in the car it was just quiet and i was like fuck that i was like i got it i have to do it i was like i feel miserable right now and then we like ran back i just went up there and didn't even think about it jumped fucking so sick it was so fun but water shot like up my ass yeah like, like,
0: yeah you have to close your legs my legs fucking were like idiot, this but I, I think
2: i went like this but i kind of like my body kind of like went like this oh, a little yeah. bit. So it was like, I literally landed like on my asshole. Kinda. And it was just like, like I felt like water. <laughs> and like, well, I was like, oh!
0: You, well, you're lucky you didn't get the ball smacked, dude. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't get the ball smacked. I got the ball smacked. Oh, no. So in Maui, there's this place, I think it's called Turtle Cove or something like that. But there's a clip of me actually doing the cliff dive uh, When well, we did it, all of us did it together,
1: right? You're your ball slapping on that well, water. Well, I fucking,
0: bro. you have a couple of options. You can dive <laughs> yeah. or you could pencil dive, right? Mm-hmm. Which is just straight down. Yeah. So I did the same thing. Had my legs slightly open. And it it just... Somebody just fucking street fighter uppercutting me right in the ball sack. Oh, my God, dude.
1: Tiger.
0: So fucking bad. And also, too, if you go deep, you also have to make sure... Well, I'm heavier too, so you best believe I touched that (laughs) seafloor. I touched that seafloor. I I went straight down there, dude. This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. If you're out there and there's a skill that you want to learn, Skillshare has it for you. I love Skillshare, I have been using it for just about everything from editing all the way to like photography and just some skills that I just want to learn on my own. And I know for a lot of you out there, like traditional learning, such as in a university for specific hobbies, or maybe even a side hustle that you want to do, you don't want to go to a full university for it. You just want to get the courses that'll teach you what you need. One of the courses that I'm taking right now is actually productivity for creatives, because as a creative, productivity is not my biggest specialty, it's to be creative, but being organized is the hard part where sometimes it's hard to kind of push out content if I don't know how to be productive with my time. And so this course has been saving my ass. Skillshare, by the way, if you guys didn't know, if you're thinking that is super expensive, it's not. It is super affordable, an annual subscription is less than $10 a month. I'm serious. So explore your creativity at skillshare.com/brain and get a free trial of premium membership that skillshare.com/brain once again go to skillshare.com/brain and get a free trial of premium membership today That's skillshare.com/brain Cuz nobody told me that when you presses up you can open up to slow it down. Uh, M- uh. Motherfucker, I kept it stiff all the way down. You <laughs> can't be safe, bro. Pain. Like yeah. Yeah. You can't be
1: too safe. 1 degree of you just like being forward fucks you up. Yeah, Especially you when you're sure. jumping from that high. Fuck that.
0: How would That's you know? Middle. You were a little pussy. You didn't do it. I just did. We just didn't go anywhere. where Buttfucky a... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but fuck actually. Uh, but fucker. Yeah. You yeah. would have liked that. With Pat yeah. experience, you're like, oh, this is perfect. This I was like, this is great. Poseidon in my ass. <laughs> I love it.
1: And who wouldn't want Poseidon in his ass? Yeah. Well, on I mean.
0: today's topic in news, we have to talk about. <laughs> speaking of Poseidon, bro. <laughs> we have to talk about DMX passing away. RIP, baby. I wanted to talk. I was I'm not sure if he passed away when I was in Hawaii. No, I was here. It was like a couple days ago, I think. He That's passed, right. Like officially, right? But he was, he was, he OD'd and he went into coma. So I heard so many
1: different things. Yeah, there's a lot about going on. About how he died. People are saying that it was because he got vaccinated.
2: That was a rumor too. That I don't know th-
1: who said this. But it just becomes part of the story. Really? Somebody wrote a that?
2: rumor said that his family said that it was from the vaccine. And then, also, then the initial reports were that he overdosed from drugs. Yeah. And like got a heart attack. Was brain dead. Then they said he wasn't, wasn't brain dead, but his organs were failing. All this bullshit.
1: But people are willing to blame anything on the vaccine.
0: Yeah, I don't. He doesn't look like he takes vaccines at all. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry. He doesn't look like, like he loses a My boy yeah.
1: has the, the fucking
0: cure for Rona inside of him. A hundred percent. I didn't I didn't realize he's only fifty, dude. Yeah, yeah he was young. Super fucking young, man. Yeah. Did you guys listen to DMX when you were younger? Yeah. Like I
2: mean, just the the, you know. The ones that we all know. The I never went in deep. Yeah, yeah. The
0: heavy hitters.
1: I, you know, yeah. I just I liked him more as an actor personally. Like I was more into nobody die. ever. Yeah, what? what? The fuck Romeo must die. Cradle to, to the, the grave. grave. I remember like, him Cradle to bro, the grave. That, those are the movies
2: I saw him. I remember in. he did like a backflip off a wall or something, yeah, and like kicks Steven Seagal on the side or something. Be shit.
1: beating the shit out of everybody, bro. Exit wounds. Exit, wound. exit, exit wounds. exit wounds. Exit wounds. Steven Seagal is such a clown, bro. Like, Steven Seagal is an dark. idiot, dude. If you're wearing orange tinted glasses
0: and it's, and it's not a joke and you're not at a shooting range, you're, you're, you're a clown. Right? A Have jabroni. you heard of all those funny ass stories about Steven Seagal from like, not I say Rob Durdick, but who's the guy that's in uh, the Adam Sandler camp? Rob Durdick. Not not Rob Dyrdek, you fuckface. Uh, Rob, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So Rob Schneider, he tells this funny-ass <laughs> fucking story. Literally, about...
1: where did you get Rob
0: Dyrdek from? Oh, I got the same name. Yeah, yeah, and yeah That's yeah. why you dumbass. You literally <laughs> like, oh, just said yeah, Rob yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, said it out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Steven Seagal has a similar... He has... All... Everybody... Every celebrity that has met Steven Seagal has a weird fucking story about him. Yeah. So Rob Schneider talks about the story where uh, they were on a movie set together and <laughs> they were uh, on a boat, right? And so... There all, was, all of his movies are
1: on a boat, by the way. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> all of Steven Seagal's movies are on a fucking boat. For
0: like a long story short, there was like a false door that was connected to the boat that doesn't lead to anywhere but the ocean. Uh-huh. He should fucking know this shit, right? <laughs> so fucking this guy somehow goes through the false door and falls straight into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker tries to play it off. He says that when he gets out of the fucking water... <laughs> the, the, the paint that he put in to fill his hair was dripping down all the way down his fucking face. This guy is so weird. I actually have wow. a friend of mine who worked on one of his shitty-ass movies, uh, and they were doing sound for him, right? This uh-huh. shit is so fucking hilarious. Like, Steven Seagal is such an asshole. This is a movie that he funded himself, his <laughs> own film that he's funding himself. Okay, And in every film that Steven Seagal does... There's one thing that he does. He's he's always the hero, of course. Of course, he has mad fucking bitches, yeah. and he beats everybody up, and nobody touches him. Yeah, right. No matter what film it is, even though he's like 80 years old and he's fat as fuck now. Yeah. So, <laughs> in this movie, he fucks up all of his lines because he mumbles this shit. He's a terrible fucking actor. Yeah. But he's always very stoic. He, yeah. He squints his eyes a lot. Exactly. So he has to he has to do ADR for his stuff, right? So he has to do voiceover work to fill in his stuff. So in his own film, he comes in. The, 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 the sound guy is there. This is my friend who does sound. He's there and they're supposed to record him, right? He does the takes terribly. He goes, all right, Steven, so we have to do this take again. He goes, I only do one. <laughs> his own movie. This is his movie. This is not something that he got hired for. And he walks out and leaves. <laughs> and it's trash. So the director had to hire a voice actor mm. to come in and do Steven Seagal's voice. So they had a, wow. a professional voice actor redo Steven Seagal's voice. They do it. They get it done, right? They, the director comes back pissed. He goes, What the fuck is this? They go, Well, the guy did the lines. He goes, I know. The guy said the lines too perfect. Steven mumbles, Like, Redo it, but do it shittier. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Dude, This <laughs> guy's fucking weird, He's bro. He's a weirdo, dude. And now that you pointed
1: out, I don't think I've ever seen a darker black than Steven Seagal's. His hair. hair. His hair, bro. That is the, the darkest black you could ever get. For any, Have you room, like seen any a, paint job that's
2: what's literally wrong? The I, I wonder what, what's his, like, psychologically... He's a psychologically? narcissist. For sure. Yeah, a mega a narcissist. narcissist. Yeah. Oh, my. Up his own ass to that's the...
0: That's it. Well, he is it, like though? a legit uh, a keto master, so I had to look it up. So he's one of the first American people to ever open up an Aikido, like dojo in the States or something. Okay. So he's actually accredited. He's very legit. Yeah. But like, is a very weird type of martial art where it was, it was, developed as like uh, a martial art for defense to disarm somebody like samurai like swords so how does that really apply to to fighting now right besides wrist locks and tosses because it mixes in with a little bit of judo but like Steven Seagal when you remember when he was talking about how he taught Anderson Silva like the front kick that knocked out I
2: I told him to do that (laughs) And yeah. cheated too when he knocked out Randy Couture, so he did exactly what I told him to he do. He
1: angles for credit more than anybody I've ever heard of in my
2: life. I taught him secret techniques.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like no one's Bro, ever seen. Imagine like, because so and Cormier talks about this. Mm-hmm. Darren Cormier is like an Olympic caliber wrestler, yeah. like one of the greatest fighters of all time. He goes up to this dude and he goes, Hey, let me show you something before your fight, before he fought. I think uh it was like Anderson Silva or somebody big or John Jones. And then Daniel Cormier doesn't talk about, like, what he showed him, but he just was like, yeah, like, this dude pulled me aside and was trying to, like, teach me some shit to do for the fight. Imagine going up to a guy like Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier.
0: Cormier. One of the greatest fighters of all time. He's a narcissist. He's weird, dude. He's so weird, I forgot what he was saying, but it was Anderson Silva fighting somebody else, but he was taking credit for training both of them. So he goes, these are my children. (laughs) These are my children. I can't can't watch my kids fight. Yeah, (laughs) bro like steven i like, do remember that yeah it's like hey man shut idiot. the
1: fuck up nobody looks at you like you're their dad like fuck out of here what a fucking loser Anderson guy. was
0: probably laughing his way to the fucking bank he's an, an actual you know he's a sheriff or something yeah shit. that's
1: what yeah he has a, show,
0: he where, like, a he arrest show people. yeah it's some weird fucking shit and like the moment he talks to a black person it's it's what's game. up my brother yeah. hey what's up brother <laughs> it's game on dude What's going on, Pippin? What's up? going on, like, Hey, you can't be doing that stuff around here. You're going to lose your goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, have I ever seen the most racist shit I've <laughs> ever seen in my He's life? He's like, my man, DMX. You know DMX? got going to talk like this. <laughs> well, yo, auntie with that sweet tea. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, somebody stop Steven Seagal right now. Dude. He's he was,
1: talking to himself. He's talking in characters. <laughs> There's an actual clip of him doing that shit. It's nuts. <laughs> I heard he'd be, like, bowing to, like, Chinese people and Asian people and shit, too. This dude is so F- fucking was
2: out of his. <laughs> I, I tried watching. He had a movie on Netflix. It was like where he's in Iraq or something, and it's like literally just Detroit. You know, it's like literally it's so low budget. It's like LA, downtown. LA. It's like not the there, Middle the, East the at all. like Joshua
1: Tree Yeah, there. you see
2: like a fucking Circus City sign in the back and shit, and it's so bad, bro. But it's so funny. It was. so I watched. I got through like half of it, but I wish I was high. I was like, I should smoke weed and watch this again because it was so <laughs> goddamn ridiculous
0: everything is so made funny. to glorify him everything so, is so he is a literal god in all of his films like when he comes to the room everybody recognizes his greatness yeah, like, oh. and then he always does his akito flip shit and chops people in the neck and they all die yeah immediately. i always, don't think there,
2: there has there been a bigger asshole than that no
0: 100 percent no
2: like he's got to be top three biggest assholes of all time ever
0: Who's a bigger asshole than him? Uh, it think could about be uh, Jean Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport Where not he was even, showing though. his ass. Not, yeah, 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 that's pretty. That rough. Was good. Hey, are
2: you guys on? Are you guys on? <laughs> but, but
1: I'll say this:
0: It's uh, <laughs>
2: if, if
0: Steven
1: Segal, like physique wise, looked like Jean Claude Van Damme, he would be doing the same shit too. I think.
0: He used to be. Probably he's more. fucking tall. He's like six foot six or something. Is shit. he? He's a giant. Steven Seagal. He's tall. He's like a solid three or four inches taller than me. Damn. Yeah, he's a big fucking guy. That's crazy. That makes me want to talk less shit about Steven Seagal. Have you seen a compilation of Steven Seagal running? No. <laughs>
1: no? I, I do remember how right run, so he runs see. like he runs like this. Like.
0: <laughs> there is okay, <laughs> and sorry.
1: that's that's when you put the Guile theme song behind it. Yeah. I literally da, da, typed in
0: Steven Seagal. First thing that came up, running. Steven Seagal running. Yeah. Hell yeah. Put it on. The music, the drumsticks, yo. This is Steven Seagal fucking running, dude. He looked like that for like two years. He looks years.
2: like Gumby, bro. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: He what has never running? ran in his life. He's like Woody running in Toy Story, bro. <laughs> he looks like Woody, dude. He looks like Woody. <laughs> he looks like the Team America puppets from yeah, uh, he World does. Police. He, like, does. Like...
0: he has never jogged or ran in his life.
1: Why does he swing his hands like that?
0: I don't know.
1: He's like swings his hands. Like, in his mind, he probably thinks he's killing it, too. Oh, sure. He's like, damn, I'm dope. That's what he's funny thinking because all these running scenes is all from one movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all one movie. He kind of talks like Donald J. Trump, too. Like, his he cadence. He does. Voice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And, it, like, the cadence he of, of how he says it, too. It's like, he, it's very slow, and he kind of, like, stretches out his words a little bit. And like Mike Perry. Mike Perry talks like that too. Oh like well, Mike Perry. Perry shout bro. out to Mike Perry on his last fight, dude. And, I didn't watch it, but uh, hey,
0: fuck. you want to watch a fucking boxing clinic. Yeah. On his face. Up. <laughs> oh, dude. It was bad.
2: Yeah. Well like, I like that dude. I he's crazy, too. but I like him. And I feel bad that he keeps getting his it's ass. It's
0: weird one. because when you listen to his like post fight conference, he was talking about um how different his mind state is now that he has a kid. Yeah. You know? yeah. He's all calm and smooth. And this is the worst he's ever looked at a fight. The worst. Didn't move his head at all. His legs were stiff as fuck. He was getting pieced
2: up. Is his dude. girlfriend still his his coach? I don't, I don't think so. No, I didn't anymore. see.
0: He, doesn't ha- he still doesn't have see. a coach.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem, bro. That's a big problem, dude. Yeah, well, I don't, is you he uncoachable?
1: You can't be your own boss.
2: He dog, just doesn't want to give him money or something. He thinks that it's like they're just trying to rip him off. But he sucks. So he he what are you talking issues. about? He got yeah, trust, I mean, I trust issues. He came sure. back
1: from uh, Winklejohn, like uh, Jackson Winklejohn. So as soon as he came back from that camp, he just was like, that's when he started doing like, I ain't going to have no coach. Yeah. But he needs a coach. He needs a coach. Everybody needs a coach, bro. You should go
2: train with Darren Till. Darren Till was like, come train with me.
1: He's like, that'd be dope. Yeah, he was like, I'll put you up room and board, bro. Just come train with us. You should. I'll put you and your family up.
0: My That's team would be happy to do so.
2: That live of them, did you see the live of them talking shit to each other? No. The Bro, greatest right, thing it's, ever. It's so funny and it makes you feel, it like made me feel good. Like yeah. happy. Like oh, for real. Happy and funny as fuck. They were on live just talking shit to each other for like 20 minutes. He go, it's he, fucking hilarious.
1: Uh, Mike Perry's like, yo, I'll fucking, I'll kick your mom in the fucking head and fuck the shit out of her, you fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 and he goes, and the Daredevil's like laughing. He's like, yo, I'll fucking knock you out. I'll like, knock your, your jaw clean off and put my dick in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, like, like just crazy they're talking are, about, are they friends shit? or do they hate each other? I, think I don't know i
2: think now they well based off that because it goes from that to them kind of just discussing mma and darren till kind of g- genuinely being like hey i want to actually see you do good come train <laughs> with me so i think now they kind of like each other
1: i think Darren Till, like because Darren Till from his point of view he's like yo we're homies like we're cool like we we would before the quarantine well actually during the quarantine he would he would text uh, mike perry and he goes hey Let's just start talking some shit. Everyone's bored at home. No one's doing anything. Let's just start talking some shit on Twitter. Yeah. And they were like, all right, cool. So they would just go back and forth, like fucking around, saying, like, oh, you're a bitch. I'll knock you out. Yada, yada, yada. Just like fun mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then apparently Darren Till was like, oh, I'll raw dog your girl. Like, shut up. I'll raw dog your girl because you just got a new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And then ever <laughs> since that, he like blocked him on everything, didn't hit him up. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? I thought like, we were doing something. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I was just fucking around. And then I guess that's when he said, I'll, that's when Mike Perry said, I'll fucking kick your mom in the face and fuck her or something like and
0: he goes dude he said that like what the fuck like it's all good we're talking shit like darren till all... doesn't have a
1: boundary like nah. he doesn't, yeah, doesn't he give just a fuck good sense of humor it doesn't give a and shit and then he goes like i genuinely like the guy like i want to see him do well he's like i just and he, he would tell him he's like when they had the live and they were talking to each other like you could tell mike perry was a little more reluctant yeah but he kind of like it's hard to not engage. Towards with... the end they were
2: cool. Yeah, no, they like
1: cool. The whole time I could tell like Mike Perry wanted to like just be like, ah, fuck it, let's go. You know, like it'd be cool. Yeah. But it, it was just funny to see the dynamic of him just talking shit to each other yeah. and then him saying, like, hey man, you should have won that last fight. Like Darren Till's being real with him. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't know why how you lost, but You just gotta tighten everything up, man. Like you could get, you could string together some wins. Like I don't see why you
0: couldn't. But well, I don't think anybody in that division is physically as strong as him. Yeah, he's nuts. Like he's a big fucking
1: nuts. He just has to take. Like because he's what you want out of a fighter, right? He's a little crazy. He's down a scrap, really tough, and he's very fucking physically strong. So it's hard as shit too. Yeah, if you were to just steer him in the right direction, man, there's no, there's no
0: telling where he. He doesn't. He doesn't seem like he wants to learn much though. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's hard because. Also, too, I mean, not to knock him, but maybe like his IQ isn't as uh, high as everybody else's. You know? Yeah. I feel like if he ever happens to listen to this, he's just going to kill me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He's going to be like, fuck you, you fat Asian (laughs) fuck. He's like, man, fuck (laughs) you, dude. Like, I'm out here trying
1: to get some W's for my family. That's how he talks. It's very, very. See, that's the worst, though,
0: when he he puts out a speech and says, you know what? I'm in a different mind state. Now I got my kid to feed. And he puts on the worst performance of his his life. Ass
2: whooped. So he didn't land anything on the other guy? He didn't do shit? Uh, he, as, got, he got he as... got
0: one takedown where where you got to see his strength and literally just grabbed him and tossed him in the air. Oh, like really? he had
1: moments, but it was very one sided. And yeah, but Daniel Rodriguez, the guy he fought, he fought with a torn peck and was piecing him up and Man. just was beating the brakes off him. And Daniel Rodriguez is really good, bro. Yeah. He's he's like, This guy's gonna be a force to deal with at one seventy. We'll see what happens. His
0: jab is nuts. Is it? <laughs> Such a good fucking jab, dude. He broke his nose again. Like Michael Perry's nose got broke again, you know? Fuck, dude. I don't know what he's going to do. Like, how how is he going to continue to fight in the sport? He keeps losing. He's probably got one more chance, if that. He's like Tyron Woodley, dude. Tyron yeah. Woodley got nothing left in him anymore either. He's Woodley, got his yeah. ass beat.
2: Woodley's got to hang it up, dude. He, I think he's been having to hang it up. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It this,
0: was weird. Like, his, I mean, I like the fact that he came to fight. Yeah. Right? He was cracking loop. He actually wobbled the shit out of him. Yeah. But then he got overzealous and he kept. It's these older fighters, they keep throwing these looping shots and they have to know now, like, once they pick up their timing, they just throw a fucking straight down the middle and that's it. It's
1: over, yeah. 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 And and it just shows, man, like, the sport always wins, bro.
0: Yeah. Like, the longer you
1: stay in the game, in the fight game, you're going to end up, like, you're going to end up getting knocked out. Like, that's why Habib and, and GSP, like, that's why I'm glad those fools are out because. Like, it's unfortunate how the sport is, right? It's like, you're only as good as your last fight. Like, as great as John Jones is, right? If he were to fight Francis Ngannou and he were to get knocked out, he's literally his only loss, right? Yeah. And he would get, say he got knocked out by Francis Ngannou, all the fans would be like, man, fuck that. John Jones is was washed. He was never good. He was mm-hmm. on his way out. He's yeah. trash. Like, like, that's how people kind of are, and it sucks. So, like, when you look at Tyron Woodley, like, people kind of forget that, like, how good he was. Yeah, and they also forget that
0: Tyron Woodley's 39 this year. Yeah, he's bro. Old. Yeah. Like, old. Black the don't only, crack though, huh? The, <laughs> exactly, the only weight class that people survive at that age is heavyweight. Yeah. That's it. Everybody sure. else, specifically in the welterweight class, they start peaking off at 35. Like, yeah. that's it. And they're done. Yeah. yeah. So he, the fact that he's still in here at 38, 39, still cracking people at yeah. that level is pretty amazing. Yeah. But his number one, People know his blueprint. Yeah. They know his blueprint so fucking well. And he tried to change it up this time. But the weird thing about a fighter like Tyron Woodley is, is that he only throws looping shots. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Which is weird. He was like, well, if I come out more aggressive, I could show people the person that I am. But they know the attack that you're going to do, which is weird because he talks about his wrestling. He talks about all that shit. He doesn't go for shots. Yeah. He doesn't go for single legs, double legs, or anything. So So I was- and you know Luke A. Two, by the way, is a kickboxing guy. I thought he was just gonna take him down and smash his face in. Yeah, but he didn't do. Yeah, yeah, it was very weird. It was a weird fight.
2: Yeah, some guys really like. That's what makes um, like GSP, the the greats. Like the the Tyron Woodley has all those skills, but he just doesn't, for some reason, know how to blend them. To, or, yeah, it's not very blending separate. them. To, yeah, yeah, they're very separate. And then you got the guys that know how to like d- like Mighty Mouse, right? Like that. It's just constantly switching from wrestling to kickboxing to fucking this to this like they really keep you on your toes right so that's like the real special blend but yeah woodley like especially as his body slowing down too like fuck and you're doing the separate thing like nah you're he's
0: definitely not as fast as he used to be yeah Yeah. you could definitely see it well it's like
1: you think about how these guys win right like there's a reason why the gsps and the habibs are so dominant in the sport is because the style that they fight is so controlling yeah. You look at Tyron Woodley like early in his career when he was like, like early in the UFC, when he was winning a lot of fights, he was just fucking blitzkrieging motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I would blow your face off. I would crack you with one and you're donezo. Like, remember the Jay Haran? Oh, yeah. The fucking Josh Koscheck, the yeah. Darren Till, mm-hmm. you know, finish. Like, and a lot of the times, too, it's like if you don't have that style in this type of sport, it's it's really hard to be successful for a long period of time. Like, because people will figure you out. They figured out, like you said, Tyron Woodley, they figured out his. He has a big, heavy hand. And then besides that, there's not much
0: you have to really like worry about. You know, if you put even him in. Against- somebody, even somebody like Kevin Holland, the blueprint is there. Yeah. Yeah. Just take him out. It down. just took one guy like Derek Brunson. And I'm not saying Derek Brunson isn't he's an elite level fighter, yeah. right? But you see somebody like Adesanya that was successfully stopping his takedowns. You look at someone like Kevin Holland. He literally didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, that was the odd thing. And, you know, what's a uh, DC was saying a bunch of like side commentary, but I didn't know what. I don't grapple, so yeah. I don't know. But he yeah. was he was literally pinpointing everything that he was doing yeah. wrong. The reactions
1: weren't there. Like <clears throat> the initial reactions when someone grabs you, like fighting the hands, stuffing the head position. Like you could tell, like he was kind of processing it, and then like, oh fuck, I, 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 and then he's on his back. Because mm. I've been there too. Like I remember, like my second MMA fight. I just got taken down, not not by a guy that was a really good wrestler. He was just like a bigger guy, and he had his wrestling was actually really bad. But my wrestling defense was even worse. And mm. when you when someone grabs you like that, you feel helpless. Yeah, because I honestly thought I knew how to defend takedowns, but at the time, if I look back on it, I'm like, oh my god, like the things I did not do was is just horrendous. Like you watch back on it, and it's like it really just shows that how good you say you're fucking an eight out of 10 in the gym. Mm -hmm. When you fight, depending on your anxiety, depending on how, who shows up that night, you might be a fucking five out of 10, you know, like, you know, like your, your skills sometimes don't really show up the way they're supposed to, especially if you don't drill those things constantly. If it's not always in the forefront of your brain, then it's real easy for those skills to be disliked to almost be kind of non-existent when you're in those
0: crunch time situations. I, I will say this though, on the fight, I wasn't too impressed with Marvin Vittori. Because I'm, I, I, I know a lot of people might disagree, but mm-hmm. that was a very short notice fight for Kevin Holland. Yeah. And on the stand-up game, he was getting fucked up. Yeah. He was getting fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like Kevin Holland landed crazy shots yeah. on him, hard-ass shots. Yeah. And Marvin Vittori is supposed to be known as a really great counter-striker. Mm-hmm. If, you, if he can't do that to Kevin Holland, he's not going to do that to fucking Ades- Adesanya. In my no, mind, no. When, yeah. you, when, you, when I watched that fight,
1: to me, Marvin Vittori's stock kind of stayed the same kevin Holland's stock went mm-hmm. up yeah because you talk about because you're watching him like all he has to do is just fix something that in theory is pretty simple to fix right like fixing your takedown to, it's not easy give him like six months exactly but for a guy that's as talented and as good of a grappler as kevin holland is and as good of a striker is you're like once he plugs up those holes He's gonna be pretty tough to deal with.
2: Yeah, he's just be- gotta do it. Cause even on Joe Rogan's, he was saying, like, I hate, right? He was like, I hate wrestling practice. He's like, I don't, I don't like doing it. I don't, no, I don't, he's yeah. like, I don't do it. And it's, then he literally lost to uh, yeah. Derek Brunson yeah, right yeah, now yeah, from yeah, wrestling. Yeah.
0: Look it's, at Francis but, and Ganu.
2: He bro, plugged that hole. A- up. Ganu looks with that, so that. when he scary. sprawled, spun, started landing I was on like, oh, it? I was like, oh, that's oh, it. Oh my when God. When he took his
0: back. All I said, I was like, it is done. It's That's done." All I said. <laughs> it, is done. It, it is done. It is bro, done. It is done. Bro, Ngannou
2: looks so good. And he was calm, patient, a yeah. lot of faints. He, bro, he, bro,
1: he had like a
0: striking game. Like he he had like... Ngannou. He didn't bum rush
1: anybody, you know? I don't see... I don't know who's going
2: to
0: fuck with Ngannou. Why the fuck was Stipe so tiny? <sighs> was it for speed? Is that why he kind of know. decided to come in smaller? I don't know. It, it, <sighs> Who knows? I don't Who knows know. what happened? It was a very weird look. I was like, man, he looks extremely small next to Ngannou in this fight. He got...
1: It's hard to say, but like Stipe got outclassed in that fight. Yeah. He didn't look like he was, it was competitive at all. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like, well, I think he just expected
2: too much of the same of the first one and was kind of like, took him too long to adjust to the, the moves that Francis was doing. And then it was just over by the time he, he was
1: trying to do anything. I think know? the shell shock from getting the takedown stuffed and then just Buck get, him up a little, and bit. then getting offense on him from that. Sure. Yeah. That's like, because if, if you stuff a takedown, and it's like you just pull your leg out. All right, I'm, I'll be more willing to try it again. But if I shoot for a takedown and get completely dominated from that position and, and I get reversed <laughs> and I'm like, getting socked out and yeah. offense is getting rained on me, yeah, I'm gonna be thinking twice about shooting that takedown. Yeah, because you're giving up. A, like it's not easy either. Like for a big
0: guy like Francis to take that motherfucker down. I yeah. mean, he had a really great counter, and I think like he thought that he rocked him, and he didn't. He oh, just, when he got knocked yeah. out. That's yeah, what. That's I was exactly. Like,
2: yeah, because he hits. And and you see Ngano kind of take a step back, and mm-hmm. Steepa kind of was like, oh shit, I think I hurt him. Yeah, I don't think he hurt him. I
0: think he slipped. He slipped yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he was he like, hit okay. him. he did hit him. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, or or whatever. It may be off balance or what, but it looked to him looked like, oh, I wobbled him. And then like he you got did not. Knocked. Nah, the bro. fuck out. It was, was rough. Bad. That was, was a bad Because
0: he was looking for a leaping hook, Ugh. and it just didn't work out. And I'm like, dude, Francis, his feet were planted. I'm like, he's going to reach there before you are. Yeah. Like, if, if Francis was a smaller guy that
1: had, like, crazy KO power and, like, like say the size difference was switched, i will be like, oh, yeah, Fra- Stipe all day, you know? But because Francis is not only just an amazing power puncher, but he's fucking 260 of just lean muscle, like, that fool
0: could do Mr. Olympia and probably be in the fun. In, you know in, what the funniest hang. thing to me is that Stipe is an American, but now Francis Gano's English is now better than Stipe's. <laughs> 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 for yeah. Real, I, dude, that's a good they point they need to give fucking steep bait like subtitles they really do bro what the fuck is he saying they man it sounds like he's in i've ever seen
2: the movie snatch with brad pitt yeah, yeah. that's what he's, he sounds he's like a bro. Gypsy, yo.
0: yeah he's a gypsy
1: fucking dude hate dogs. i hate ducks. he's like, like
0: steve what, what, what did you uh prepare for in this fight i was saying that bobby boucher oh yeah okay cool yeah, uh, next question i'm like what the fuck is that then you i look back at his old videos it's not even fucking a head trauma. That's just how he talks. Yeah, That's just it. Yeah. It's weird. And fucking... And Gato's yeah, English is so fucking good. That's really good. Bro, that
1: guy's an alien,
0: dog. He's a fucking... Like, he's willing to alien? learn. That's yeah. it.
1: He, like, uh, they, they did it embedded, right? And then, like... It's like a behind the scenes vlog of all the fighters and stuff. And then they did Stipe, and he just seems like a normal, like, all American dude. You know, he's at the firehouse, chopping it up, doing pranks with the boys, you know, the <laughs> firehouse boys. As you see, Francis, he's in, like, this, like, Las Vegas giant home, right? And he's, like, worried. He looks like he's about to go to the club or some shit, mm-hmm. right? just like a very nice outfit. And he's at home, and his private chef makes him a meal, and he sits down, and he eats in the living room, and he just stares off, eats by himself no tv nothing nothing just sits there and he's just like looking (laughs) off and he's just eating and then he walks picks up his bowl walks back out and you just see this dude like interact with the world you know in his home you're like that's fucking an alien bro
0: he just sees zeros and ones yeah Yeah, yeah. zeros and ones yeah and just thinks about murder (laughs) fantasizing murder his his story on the rogan podcast was fucking insane man wild He's talking about this intense story, but he's speaking in a monotone voice. Like, yeah, like uh, it's yeah. normal. He goes, Super calm voice. Uh, like I feel uh, like he's going to the store and shit. I don't know, but I wake up and I <laughs> went to the sand mine because we didn't have any money. Then uh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died in the desert from yeah, going, holding on a truck or whatever <laughs> yeah, with he your said, arms. Like, so this fool wanna throw babies off. <laughs> so If you guys are listening out there, you don't know who Francis Ngannou is. Francis Ngannou is now the current heavyweight champion in the UFC. The baddest man on the planet. So when he was a child, he worked in a sand mine. So, I don't know what a fucking sand mine is, yeah. right? Because Do we need either. to
1: mine sand? I'm I, like, guess?
0: I I had no idea that sand that needed to be mined. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. you just, sand is just there. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. You just What's go it? to the fucking desert. It's right yeah. there. There's plenty. Yeah. yeah why, why
1: are you digging it up, buddy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I had to look up a <laughs> That's video. the last thing we need more of is sand, you know? Of what it is. And it's this like riverbed with just like silt and sand, and they just have a shovel, and it's just Francis and Gano just. Alone. What is it oh, for, did. though? Like, what do they use the
1: sand for? I don't know. Like that all the stuff like... at Michael's. You know, like when you go to Michael's and then like you buy like fake artificial sand. Is that yeah, what it's for? I know. That's what I it is. Yeah. Imagine that's what it's. Imagine France, the guy digging all that shit, and then just for for, for someone's arts and craft project. That Michael's, they... yeah, yeah. Like imagine that. Like
0: that's fucked up. I want to see him go, go to Michael's, pick up a bag and start crying. <laughs> yeah,
1: <dude. laughs> My family
0: <laughs> this is a single tear. This dries is what up. what I Are you fucking kidding me? My dad died for this.
3: (laughs) So his his
0: Damn. family was like starving, and he was Fuck. like the man of the household. So at like the age of I'm not don't quote me on this like thirteen or twelve. Quote him on this, you guys. Quote he, him on this. He started working at a sand mine and started digging fucking sand. That's so crazy. And digging sand and for a fucking living to support his family. So I guess from whatever he's from, like in Cameroon, in order for him to go to France or something else, he had to traverse a fucking desert. And people who go on, more uh, sand, dude. Yeah, just with, more sand. I can't get away from sand. <laughs>
1: He hates the beach. He will never uh, go to the beach. I had
0: to dig sand and then for freedom, I had to go into the desert. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, let's just make David talk like this the rest of the time, bro. I listened to that podcast so much. I was so monotone. <laughs> but apparently on this desert ride, when he's going into this like sand dune adventure, half the people die. Yeah.
3: Which is fucking...
2: Easy, people dude. people literally fall off the truck will not stop if you fall <laughs> he was like the truck keeps going he's like if you fall
1: it's like you die there's like doo, doo, doo. And they're like fuck i guess gary's like, dead like, <laughs> like oh, should have fell out you fucking idiot what's the matter with you yeah and it was so packed over. that people had to
0: hold on right like yeah.
2: they're like standing and if you let go obviously you're dead you're
0: dead and they won't go back for
2: you that's it and there was a part where he was saying like there's there's mothers with babies and they're so tired from holding on uh that the, the the women like sometimes contemplate throwing the babies off <gasps> and when he, she said when he said that to joe rogan joe was like fuck like what the fuck and 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 ganu was like it's understandable <laughs> he was like, he was like, it's, but it's,
0: it's hard it's very hard like, toss that he was like toss that fucking baby <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> i just picture your friends is looking at the lady Hurry up and, you know, just do it. <laughs> just your do arms it. give it out. So. <laughs> I can tell your arms are very tired. Just, just do it. Just do it. You don't want to pass it around I'm like, <laughs> no, just get if rid you of you it. If you throw just... the baby, I won't tell nobody. Don't <laughs> do <it." Yeah>. Damn. <laughs> that fool just fucking... and and if the truck and you
2: gotta it's not like a new fucking 2021 fucking toyota truck (laughs) oh it's not it's it's like you know it's like a fucking beat up like fucking tin like trays we don't know yeah we don't know if the truck's gonna
1: make it you know yeah
2: if it breaks down you just everyone's dead everybody's just fucked hey we die
0: and then on top of that, too, he does all this other shit. Somehow ends up in fucking France, and I don't know how somebody he either he was what cleaning the gym or he, uh, or he wanted to learn how to fight. How did that? I happen? I don't
2: remember exactly how that happened. He he went he was gonna go into boxing. I yeah. think he was gonna go into boxing. That's right. That's shit. right. And then uh, I don't know where he stayed. He was illegal, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there was some situation where he they were gonna they couldn't license him for boxing, but they could for for MMA. And he was like, all right, "I'll just I just want to start fighting." And he just went in there and started murdering motherfuckers.
0: If you look at his first fights in the UFC, you could tell he is fresh. Like, yeah. he does not know how to fight. Most heavyweights are,
1: apparently. Like, oh. Like, To Tuivasa, he had, like, two years of fighting before he went to the UFC. And, like, you could tell how much different he looks from the beginning of his career, which is, like, four fights ago, to, like, now. And you're like, oh, this guy's a lot fresh. Like, he's 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 a little tighter now. And so is Francis. Francis is so like Francis is way he, was, he was raw, bro. Like, like when he came into the UFC. Yeah, wild. He just
0: was like, Oh, if I hit you once, you're out, bang. That's it. If you look at his first fights, his footwork is terrible Yeah, dude. no footwork. He's just lumbering around trying to throw He's just haymakers. running at motherfuckers. Exactly. And people don't know what to fucking do. He has the hardest <laughs> recorded punch in the world,
1: I think. That's crazy, dude. Like on one of so those... hit
2: one of those like arcade fucking things and that would... No, that's scientific, bro. Like, oh, okay, okay. like watch your mouth.
1: Bro. That's not science? No, it's not <laughs> no, <that's> science. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nine 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 nine. <laughs> yeah, it um, went to 9999. Nine, 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 it just like says, not many I don't
0: know. I don't know. Yeah, the voice. That was up. my favorite thing that he kept saying on the podcast. I don't, well. know. I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it makes for a real good podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, the UFC is like Street Fighter, dude. It literally it is. is like the game. She, like, they just get the best you know like that it's so wild to me that literally these people would have ne- like Stepe and ganu literally would have never met ever in boxing. in the world no yeah. in any in, oh in, in, right. It, it that's like right in the world. Yeah. it's real life blood sport it's like yeah. it's real li- like these people like you get dudes from brazil that would have never fought these dudes from the uk but because of this organization they yeah. literally it's so fucking crazy to me that, and that talk happens.
1: about like a sport that's more worldwide than the ufc like the mma like there's not many soccer sports. mma yeah Soccer's not very international though
0: what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't Not know. Very international.
1: Yeah. At all? There's no Dagestani people that play soccer, bro. You know what I mean? This will pick mm, they'll pick it they up do. with their
0: hand and start throwing it in the fucking. They start, thing. Wrestling. Yeah, right, right. They start wrestling right Have away. You seen Dagestani basketball is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, look
1: up <laughs> if you're at home. Look up some Dagestani. A lot basketball. of traveling going on. A lot yeah. of traveling. <laughs> lot of Zero tra- dribbling. Yeah. No, no dribbling. You <laughs> play with Kyrie Irving. People. Yeah, you yeah. play with Kyrie Irving. They're double egging that fool, dumping
0: him <laughs> on his head. They're dog. just tackling <laughs> people in fucking midair, dude. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And that's I guess
2: those they are so. Brutal, dude. Their wrestling's so legit. They're like, Spartans, goddamn.
0: bro. You know, fucking, like, when I when, when I was going through, like, the Engano story, have you guys even heard of the DMX life story? Have you read anything about it? No. Not really, Dude, no. his personal life story is fucking insane. It's probably the saddest thing I, I've, I've ever
1: heard about. I heard about him. how he got hooked on, uh,
0: like, drugs and how he started, like... Uh, yeah, so he... So...
1: Was I mean, really he was a pretty
0: up. like he lived a pretty fucked up life, right? Yeah. Like I, there's so much information. I'm I have to paraphrase this unless I read it off the page because it's so specific. Mm. But his his relationship with his mom, obviously his his dad wasn't around, but his mom was like hyper abusive towards him. Like if I kind of read the kind of shit that she would say to him, because he wrote it in his autobiography, <coughs> it's fucking terrible. But he he was 13 and he had he got some weed from an older homie who was like his brother. Mm. Like he looked up to this guy, right? And he laced his shit like on training day. Yeah, and that's how he got hooked on drugs. Wow! And apparently he got him into rap too, right? Like that. Yeah. Same so guy, he, huh? he he was rapping, and um that that became his his mentor because they saw promise in him, right? Okay. And, and so he he went he was through barking all the time. He was like this is hot. hot right. I know. Have you heard fucking DMX do a every anything? When DMX speaks, he speaks like how he raps. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's just the same. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. The reading <laughs> rainbow thing you posted. The reading did rainbow? you see that shit? Did you see? Oh, you uh-uh, yeah, no, was, like, was on Reading like, Rainbow. Nah, nah, nah. They, they dubbed it, and they I forgot what's song oh, they. It's They took, the, they took the acapella Just, of uh, like a DMX
2: Reading Rainbow right <laughs> yeah, now. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the best. It's the be, I saw this in middle school. Best thing I ever seen. My and, it, life. and it
1: goes kind of well. Like it, it,
2: it's pretty it's fire. It's like sick. It's like oh, Reading well, this, this
3: Rainbow. Yeah,
0: suck my dick.
3: I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look. Nigga, <laughs> my nigga, eating rainbow. You think it's a game? I <laughs> can go anywhere. Suck my dick. No <laughs> to know. My nigga, he's to grow nigga. Heating so rainbow. Here we go again. I can be anything. Same old Swat. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same old shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga, eating rainbow. <laughs> Dude, I'm talking <laughs> about <laughs>
2: Hell yeah, bro! That's so oh, that shit was tight. You want to get Kissed? Read, play that shit, dude. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> I like, all yeah. the time. Now, all right, right, I gotta read. When you
0: listen to like DMX's music, you realize how much the N word was used back in the day. Yeah, well I can never say sing any of his songs anymore. The music yeah. is so different. Like the way he used to rap is so different than
1: like a typical rapper nowadays. Like, well, he had you his... can't really find any rappers that raps like him in today's era. You I don't know? think
2: even back then. But like, he had his own. Yeah, Like he was just
1: like coming at
2: you, like yelling the whole fucking t- I don't yeah. think he never wasn't yelling or I guess he would go into those little whispers and then yell that yeah. shit is hot, he was though. like a master of. Uh,
3: like-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was listening he kind back.
2: of sounds like Stipe a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. maybe him and Stipe he's understood Stipe, each other bro. very well like, yeah, there like, there was uh, a, uh, I was a listening to Charlemagne the god talk mm-hmm. about him and he's apparently he was really close with him and he was telling some funny ass stories. And his whole thing was like, he goes, that full DMX wouldn't change who he was for anybody. Like whether he had millions of dollars or whether he was dead, broke or coming out of jail, he was the same motherfucker, bro. And they were saying like, there was a story about him. They had, they were like out clubbing or some shit. And he had to take a shit. And it was like late at night. And he was trying to go to like some, someone's like place. And he goes, Hey, you, you could take a shit in there, but I don't got toilet paper. He goes, Oh yeah, that's cool. He goes in takes what a shit the fuck? takes a shit and he goes yo i gotta take a shit dog like goes takes a shit and then leaves he goes i'm I'm gonna shower anyway like it's all good like let's get the fuck out of here like and he would just do shit like that like he's just kind of like a i'm fucking not gonna G. shower
0: anyways what no he said i'm
1: gonna shower afterwards but he goes i don't need a wipe that's fine. i gotta take a shit i gotta take a shit
0: he just hood as fuck. He don't, yeah, right fuck. Wow. he don't give a fuck. Like he just, I ain't got no toilet paper. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I just wipe with my hands. With my hands. <laughs> Let me just read some of the shit that he went through. Because you guys have to hear this shit, man. Like, Damn it. It's going to kind of make you sad. I guess no, he had but... like a pretty crazy. Oh, that's that's different. Let's see. <laughs> DMX new... Let's see. DMX turned agony and atomic energy into one of rap's most titanic legacies. Mm. Let me just read some of (laughs) this shit. That was bars. Like Mm. I had to read this in parts because it made me hella sad. Like just his life. Here we go. Beatings were habitual. Misbehaving meant his mother, her boyfriends, and sometimes the mailman would rain blows the with belts. The
3: mailman? Why the
0: fuck
2: is Where does the mailman? Neighborhoods
0: jumping. This kid. I, yeah, I, bro. I want to know mom. what part of the story where the mailman came in and was like, "I'm gonna fuck this kid up." Yeah. So, this so kid wilding the mom.
2: I'm picturing the mom hidden beating his ass. The boyfriend getting some kicks in. The mailman comes to drop like, "Hey, miss, I have mail," and she's like, "No, you come in here and beat this fool's ass." And he's like. All right, puts his out.
1: <laughs> or or he, the mailman comes in. And he's like, "Yo, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, chill." And then little DMX is like, "Man, fuck you," and yeah, he goes, he in and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna start beating him as
0: my ass Was a I my ass. Yeah, so he we went,
2: delivering these
3: blows today, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and no sometimes message. The mailman would rain down blows with belts, extension cords, shout out to the extension cord beating, I hated that shit, yeah, it was the worst. hangers and brooms. And yeah. I know for a fact when my parents were whooping with me with an extension cords, they definitely learned it from the store. That was not a Korean thing. <laughs> Sometimes she cursed him out by screaming, you ain't shit just like your father. This is just the beginning of his fucking life. Damn, bro. His father, Barker, was largely absentee, an artist who painted watercolors of street scenes to sell at local fairs and malls. Very sweet.
2: His dad's name was Parker or Barker?
0: His dad's name was Barker. Of course. Which is crazy. Whoa, dude. Right? Isn't that crazy? (laughs) It's full circle, bro. Full circle. So early IQ tests showed that his intelligence was higher (laughs) than most kids, two and three grades higher. Report cards from the time described him as highly bright and manipulative. See that's also a problem too, right? Like we're especially like when you grow in a very like troubled area. They don't know what to do with smart kids. Yeah. They think sometimes that when kids are really smart, they see them as defiant. You're too smart. Yeah. They think that they're defiant. They think that they're disruptive. But what yeah. actually happens is with a lot of these kids who are really smart, and I'm this is from information from my friends who are teachers. It's like they're actually just really they're a little bit ahead. Yeah. So when the testing boundaries, huh? And so when adults have a younger child who they're supposed to be smarter than questions their authority, they take it as a personal hit. Mm. They go, Oh, this kid's being a fucking asshole. Yeah. But sometimes a kid is just asking why. Yeah. That's
1: true though, right? Because it's like When you ask a lot of questions like that, sometimes it is frowned upon. Like people just want
0: sheep sometimes.
1: Like just like, hey, just be easy. Just listen to what I have to tell you to do. Just do it. You'll be fine. Go.
0: And it's hard too. When you're when you're fucking broke as shit too and you're just trying to make ends meet, the last thing you want is your kid to fucking ask you why Why? they're fucking up. Yeah, right. They're doing something, they go, Hey, clean up your room. Why do I have to clean up my room? Well, because I'm going to beat you with an extension cord, <laughs> yeah, right. and the mailman's going to come tomorrow morning and whoop your fucking ass. And so rain down some blows. It's gonna yeah, fucking and clothesline your
1: ass. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to fucking drop the people's elbow on your ass. they hit him with a 3D, the mailman yeah, comes yeah, down. and yeah. finishes it off through a table. Like,
0: is that it? <laughs> <laughs> the daddy's right now painting some fucking watercolors, but the mailman's going to whoop your ass tomorrow. You better yeah, watch but... the fuck out.
2: <laughs> It's yes. like a Clifford, the the red dog story, but like just the negative version of it where the whole community comes <laughs> together, just beat his ass. Dude. The bakers come out and fuck him up. The
0: janitors, the mailman, like the whole, everyone has a turn whooping this fool's ass. So Jake I is forgot. out about that. Clifford, the red <laughs> dog. So all this shit passes. Watch this. So this is, he gets a little older and they kind of go through some more, you know, trials and tribulations that he went through. So following yet another expulsion for bad behavior, he got expelled from school. His mother took her 10-year-old son, DMX, on a surprise visit to check out the children's village group home. Led to believe that he was merely inspecting the premises, she entered him into the institution. So she fucking tricked this kid, doesn't have a heart-to-heart conversation, drops him off and says, "Here you go. You're 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 not my problem anymore." At the age of fucking 10. So from that point on, he started having trust issues. He goes, "Oh, this is how the world is." Like, I can't even trust my mom. I can't trust any. My dad's not around. His mom fucking left him at a fucking group home. That's crazy. Oh to fix my up his god, behavior. god, dude. So he said in his book, right then I learned to pull away, conceal, and bury whatever bothered me. The other side of me was born here. The side that, em- that enabled me to protect myself. Wow. But Dude, this is, this is him only at the age of 10. This is fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, imagine seeing a 10-year-old like that. Like, That's fucked. fucked. So check this shit out. Several months later, he and another child would be arrested for arson. In his defense, he claimed that he didn't want to set the school on fire just to see if the flames would turn blue. This motherfucker. Just, hey, see, my boy's curious. He, he's he's, he's th- just trying to. If someone give this
1: kid a Bunsen burner, bro, mm-hmm. if he had a Bunsen burner, he went have to burn down the whole Sometimes school. Sometimes flames are blue,
2: and what <laughs> and it's confusing. You gotta you gotta get to the bottom. Yeah, of I want to know. You know I
1: mean? Only way to figure it out is you gotta light
2: some it's shit on fire. So you want to hear all?
0: Watch the shit though. So know. soon after, he nearly killed his co-conspirator, leading the, leading to the group home to isolate him in the infirmary. Yeah, because he, he nearly killed his co. He tried to kill the dude that he that he was burning the play the trying right. to pull arson on in the in the fucking group. Because it was
1: his idea, and he's like, "What the fuck, man? You got yeah. me in trouble. I didn't want to do that shit." He's fucking ten. He's smart. Hey, Loki. He's smart. He's a smart kid. How do you try to kill him? He just like try to stab him or some shit. Or did he I say? don't fucking know. Maybe he called he the was... mailman. He called the <laughs> I'm
3: gonna call
1: the mailman. You guys. don't know the mailman. <laughs> And it's like the mailman drops off mail for the group on me. Like, yo, fuck this fool up. Yeah, like, I'm right. He never had a song about like fuck the post
2: office. <laughs> yeah, like, like where's that song? dude? Fuck the U.S. Mail Post. <laughs> like no line about it. No. Nosey motherfucker. He <laughs> had a song called
0: Lane. <laughs> Like where's the song about those? Fuck your fucking business. You never heard of his song called "Fuck FedEx"? Nah, <laughs> I, down, hey, I fucks nah. with FedEx only.
1: First class ass woman. And you don't look at his mail at all. He's like too traumatized. Yeah, like, that shit. yeah.
2: Every time he saw a mailman, he had to be tra- like be uh,
1: Oh, hey, it goes back to the dog thing, bro. Oh, oh barker. my god, Barker! Bro. He barked. Dogs hate fucking natural
0: mailmen. enemies, dog. So check this Brr. out. So after eighteen <laughs> months, DMX returned home, despising his family life. He started spending the night on the streets, sleeping in Salvation Army clothing bins. He's Damn, fucking bro. crazy! And then befriending stray dogs. Bro. Brr, barker. He's the man. What and, the
2: fuck? This is like a villain origin story. That's dude. what I'm saying. Like, this, this doesn't is, sound real. This yeah, is like the Joker, crazy. bro.
1: Yeah. I haven't even seen it, but. So, so, uh, it is like the Joker. Uh,
0: a fuck regionally you. respected <laughs> rapper, this is the guy that we were talking about, named Reddy Ron, offered early mentorship and encouraged him to take the art seriously. He also allegedly introduced him to cocaine in the form of a woolly, a cocaine-laced blunt that the 14-year-old DMX mistakenly believed to be strictly weed. So it's like that, that whole trust issue that he has, right? Yeah. So he has this guy that his fucking mentor. His mom told him that he, they were going to visit this place, and it turns out that it's a group home that she left him at for eighteen fucking months. Wow! He meets this older brother figure who's supposed to watch after him. Fucking gives burns him, the him blunt, bro. Burns him too. So this fool just constantly has trust issues throughout his whole. I don't fucking blame life. him. Fuck! Well, oh, you couldn't blame the kid, man. Yeah. So as a freshman, X became the second fastest on the varsity, varsity track team. Damn, this motherfucker talented. Competing in spite of his grades and sparse attendance record, but he was broke, hungry, and looked raggedy in hand-me-downs. Neither his mother nor his grandmother had the money to help him. The way of the gun became his preferred route. His first victim was a lady walking out of a supermarket in Yonkers, Getty Square. Jumping out the bushes, he snatched the purse off her shoulder and sprinted away. The scorn netted him $1,000 in cash. So he started robbing people at that Mm -hmm. point while he was trying to become a fucking rapper. Yeah. So this dude is just as fucking gutter as possible. Like, yeah. has absolutely no options, no fucking money, no yeah. support from his mom, his grandma, his grandpa, his dad, his absentee. And at this point, he's robbing people, doing like dirty shit just to get fucking skip money. Right?
2: Yeah. Wow. Damn.
0: So if we just skip forward to his nuts. So those those years from 1986. So, let's see, he said that there was something kind of peaceful thing about being. So he got locked up uh, quite a few times. Oh, shit. Yeah, he been in jail. He wasn't, didn't he go to jail for tax evasion too?
1: Yeah, that was not too long ago though. That was like recently. Yeah. And then I heard he checked into rehab after that. So my man has just been like it's a hard life, bro. And like, when you hear these stories, it's like, you know, some people, they try to like, they try to like look down on people that have troubled childhoods and stuff like that. And it's like, when you hear these stories, it provides a lot more context to see where these, where people came from and how they ended up this way. Like people don't end up people just don't go out robbing people for no reason just because, you know Hey man. like Yeah It's that, very complicated. It's a That very was the biggest thing
0: biggest life lesson I learned probably in through the pandemic, right? Because yeah. I haven't seen a lot of my like a lot of my friends in a while, right? Yeah. And there's certain friends now that you start to kind of sift out and you see that they're kind of either annoying or maybe you don't really like them as much. Yeah. But during the pandemic, I kind of started piecing together all these stories that they were telling me about their personal lives. I'm like that's why you're so fucked up yeah it's because you're fucking parents like your parents created this environment for you the only difference is is that they haven't recognized that yet right yeah so i think a lot of people do this stuff where they start to just blame the world for everything else besides Mm -hmm. looking inward and seeing like for sure what the fuck happened in my life that's allowed me to have these bad fucking behaviors right Mm -hmm. like specifically i've been seeing a lot of my friends who've had um uh parental like they don't have two parent figures around mm. they are the ones in my personal opinion and I, i'm saying this about like maybe 10 or 11 people that i know mm-hmm. that have uh trust issues in their relationships because they don't they see somebody who has either left them early on or their parental figure whether it was a man or a woman in their life wasn't the best example of a human being yeah so they have this and the, you know dmx has that to the fucking extreme yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. why wouldn't why, you
1: yeah. Like this dude has like if you were to put that in a movie you'd be like that's bullshit bro. get the fuck out of here. But yeah. the fact that like this shit happens probably way more than people could even imagine, you know? And it's like it's funny that you say that too because during the pandemic it's like recently I don't know if this is just cuz I'm getting a little older and I'm starting to piece certain things together, but you start to realize like the tendencies and like the way you react to certain things or it's all like learned from when you were a kid. And like you you piece together, like when you hear other people's stories about how they grew up as with their parents and stuff, you start to realize like, oh, fuck. like.
0: Well, I was telling <laughs> that Nick- That shit like, fucked like, me up. I was telling, <laughs> you know? yeah. So I was telling Nick that there's a friend of mine who um, they have, so the, the husband and wife have a very interesting relationship. When I say interesting, it's very volatile, right? Mm. So there's like this weird dynamic that they have when they also have this child around. So what I started noticing recently was- how, and you know, and from an outside perspective, I can't come up and tell them what the fuck they're doing wrong. Yeah. In my personal opinion, number one, I don't have kids and it's not my place. Yeah. And I don't have that trust relationship where I can lay my opinion like that on yeah. something that I'm not involved in, right? Mm. But just from an outside perspective, just watching them for a few days, it was kind of like, oh, there's certain behaviors that um, she doesn't like in the husband that the, the kid is now picking up from the husband, yeah. right? So that that i'm literally seeing what i didn't notice when i was a kid right cuz yeah. my my dad when i when he, he, we had this huge fight back in the day but he was telling me like my biggest flaw is that i he, is that i thought i always thought that i was better than him but he doesn't he goes you don't realize that you're just a nut you're just a better version of me right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you are better than, than some of these bad tendencies that I have, but you still do the same shit that I do because I raised you, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I'm seeing that now in their son to the father, Yeah, where it's a trip. It's, it's a weird thing. I'm, I literally see a mirror image now. Crazy. Yeah. So all the bad behavior, quote unquote, bad behaviors that she says that she doesn't like in in the husband, yeah. I'm seeing it in their kid now, oh, crazy. where the kid is over apologetic or he, he kind of like stutters his words or whatever. I'm like, holy shit, you sound just like your fucking dad. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. It really is monkey see monkey do with kids. Like, yeah. They really do look at
2: you and like they, even the thing you don't, because even with my daughter, like at first I thought it was like all about like the things you say to them, time, whatever. But even the little things when you do something, like even if you're frustrated, like cooking something or whatever, like or they pick up on all all yeah. that energy, like they're absorbing everything, dude. yeah Like they literally absorb like little mannerisms, all the, the, every, all the vibes, everything. So if you have a house where motherfuckers are fighting, like... They're picking up on all that shit, for dude. For real. And and like for me, like I grew up like my parents like they they, they were divorced young. They got together, broke up, got together, broke up. And I kind of mirrored that in my own relationships. I was in a lot of relationships that were on and off, on and off. But they used to fight when I was little and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, it's that's definitely not good. If that was the thing you were going to tell your your friend to be like, hey, stop fighting in front of the kid. Yeah, I'm telling you, you you are you have more than a right to say that. Cause <laughs> that is the right fucking thing to say because yeah. it's not good for it's kids like, hey, to be around cut that. Cut that shit out, man. Like, or <laughs> yeah. Fight in the other
1: fucking room or wait till the kid's not around. You know, because yeah. it does fuck with kids. It does because that becomes your normal, right? Like for my parents, like too, like the way they would talk to each other for a really long time, like. I realized I was like, "Oh, this is not okay."
0: <laughs> like yeah. for a
1: while, I used to think it was normal. Like, "Oh, that's just how people do it." And then as I got older, I was like, "Oh, wait, this is not ideal." Mm. so you can either go the flip, like the flip side, right? For me, I was like in my head, I don't know, I I didn't like consciously think this. At least I, I thought, but I remember thinking I was like, "I don't ever want to have a relationship like my mom and dad ever." So I made it very apparent in my life where with my current partner, my lady. Like, I've made sure that, like, okay, we're not going to do any of that shit. So, anytime something would get anywhere close to that, I'd be like, nah, we're shutting that shit down. This is not the way it's going to be. And But then again, on the other side of that, then you pick up some of these other tendencies where I'm realizing myself that, like, my parents would do that. Until somebody else brings it up or from someone else's different perspective that's, like, a little bit or someone else's experience that's similar, like, they'll tell me about it. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'd be kind of doing that same shit too. Like, you know, it's it's crazy and I'm starting to realize a lot more of these tendencies and it's kind of it's, it's a lot better to help you kind of like okay how do I try to fix it it's just, it doesn't happen overnight it's a process and there's no. a lot time. of weird
0: things that you that you kind of normalize that you think it's okay yeah. because you just saw your whole life like yeah. so yeah. this is kind of this isn't terrible but it, to me it's funny now but, so, <laughs> yes. so so, yeah, 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 so in darkness. my household it was dis- <laughs> it was like destructive like my dad would kick down doors yeah if you go I could take you through a walk through through my house in Sacramento and I'll show you every fucking hole that everybody punched in the house yeah because people We'll get frustrated and you can't communicate well but you don't it, do that stuff David. no i do not <laughs> i do not I don't do none of that i don't do none of that no most no, mos. <laughs> no no mos. Mos. no mos. no mos. <laughs> so mariel and i when we first started going out you know our communication was fucking terrible we just mm-hmm. didn't know how to speak to each other everybody's is right it was just two separate languages and it would get to the point where Mariel would like push my buttons on purpose to get a reaction out of me yeah. and my response out of anger because I would see my parents do it. I would start busting shit. Like yeah, I would yeah. just like, yo, what the fuck? Because I also never been with a woman who would push my buttons on purpose. Yeah. yeah. This, the first woman. And she happens to be Korean. I love you. So <laughs> I, I remember. So we got into a fight and I got fucking mad. And, And this was in our apartment. And it was something very small. It was a little bottle of creme. A little creme bottle. Creme, right? And she got me so mad. I just fucking chucked it. I smashed it to the floor, right? This little bottle. But she stopped and she looked at me and she started tearing up. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, to hit you, bitch. What you crying for? This is normal. This is normal I'll give you something to cry about right now bitch. Yeah. you wanna cry. You know, but put the hands up, bitch. Yeah. I was like, all hey, right, man, put them dukes up, put these gloves on. <laughs> but when I saw that, I was like, like Dave, you're so different. You know, yeah. she got she got scared. I'm like, what the fuck you scared about? Like things happening here. I'm I'm angry, so I'm breaking shit. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, you can't do that like that scares me i'm like scared you? yeah bro i'm not gonna hit you like you, i would never hit you right. it doesn't fucking matter for real like the violent action scared the fucking shit out. Of her. i was like wait this is normal yeah. like, this is how normal people for communicate real, yeah, right, dude right, right. that's what i thought too,
1: too. Yeah. i've had a moment like that where i'm just like <laughs> ah! and she's like yo chill and i'm like well, that's okay
0: yeah. <laughs> i didn't hit you like that's so real, real, you know from that point on now i don't fucking yeah. throw shit or break things when I get mad yeah. yeah. or you know we don't even fight like that anymore thank god yeah. but they be squabbing but they don't like argue you know yeah, now we just put on gloves <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 100% to the body 10% to the face <laughs> 10 second bodies bro you know 10 second bodies so. but let me tell you this no fucking shit right so after that fight a few months later, we got into another fight, right? And I'm talking about shit's boiling over. Yeah. I forgot what she said to me. I forgot what I said to her. But either way, shit was about to go down. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting fucking mad, right? I, some cream And I, and and I and have shit. my phone. And I'm about to fucking chuck this shit. Oh, but no. then I remembered how scared she got over the little creme. Yeah. So what I did, I was like, god damn it. And I had this uh, fucking uh, windbreaker. And I unzipped it. And I was like, fuck! And I threw the windbreaker. Like, <laughs> and then it caught so much wind, it just <laughs> poofed in the air. It just went <laughs> And this bitch laughed at me. <laughs> she fucking laughed at me right in my face. <laughs> She's like, what was that? I'm like, it took like 10 <laughs> seconds to fall was, on the ground. I was like, this was so unsatisfying. And this woman's laughing at me. That yeah, she I doesn't feel like, respect you. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so embarrassed.
1: I bet that was a good tension breaker, though. You know? It was.
0: We stopped fighting after, yeah, but I wanted yeah, yeah, to yeah. fucking kill myself. <laughs> That, shit, that shit. Oh my god. You know yo, yo, Dave is in the shower and like, fuck. I just cry. I just remember that moment. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> and I still can't live it down. I'm getting angry right now just thinking about it. <laughs> nah,
1: that, that ain't that bad, bro. It's
0: terrible. When that's you were funny, there, a windbreak.
1: That's funny. That's cool.
0: It's that's like fine. when you play fucking Batman and you hit that stupid wiffle ball and it just. Goes, yeah. He goes. That's exactly what it felt like. Damn, bro. But Dude. at least a shuttle cock shut, gets a, shuttle, a shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. Oh, velocity. shuttlecock. I said a wiffle ball. My bad. Wiffle my. Ball. Oh, shit. I, know I know what you mean. I didn't even hear you say yeah, wiffle ball. You would not know something with the word cock <laughs> in your yeah, game, boy. Yeah, yeah, Up your, your butt. butt. your ass, huh? You want <laughs> a real <ass>? dick? <laughs> no. Shuttlecock. Yes. Fucking full circle, baby. <laughs> yeah, bang, bang, bro. bang, bang. She's T- trying to
1: put her fingers on my butt. I'm like, nah. You let man, it happen. Don't, don't lie. You let it happen. Don't lie. I swear I don't. I'm not ready for that. I
0: can't do butt play,
1: bro. Yeah, butt play is not it, bro.
0: That that you it. just said you're going to get fucked in the yes. ass. What are you in talking about? It's a hypothetical scenario, <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. No, dude.
1: No, I think you're ready for it, bro. Yeah, I'm ready. I think ready. If, if, if,
2: if there tiff was ever a, a time... I feel like Tiff, tiff had a strap-on. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, you let her? You know, there was Don't a... There, <laughs>
0: hell no. <nah. laughs> no lie. no. <Hell> no nah. <laughs> No lie. <laughs> I feel like It was very important to her. I think an I would have. I feel like Tiff just takes her finger and just does a fingerprint scan on your butthole.
1: Yeah, like... skip and it it opens
0: up and
1: it's it it just engulfs her finger
0: Uh, (laughs) see an enemy what the fuck (laughs) your (laughs) asshole don't do that absolutely not you you just gotta
1: wait and then and it
0: just it just eats when it eats baby girls are always always trying to play with um, fucking does mariel does mariel do credit card to your butthole she doesn't do any stuff like that in fact we haven't had sex yet Wow. Which is why we got into a fight and I threw that jacket.
3: <laughs> Just, I'm I'm with you. Just
0: let me see your pussy. <laughs> and it opened up. She goes, and that's why I don't show you my pussy. But then afterwards she was like, okay. Okay. Like, right. Well, everybody, that wraps up this episode <laughs> of the Jesus Pray podcast. Yeah, you guys get what you get, you know what I mean? You <laughs> get what you get. Because today the pod ends. <laughs> but uh you guys could catch Nick at Nick the Ear. And then you can find Patrick at Patrick.T.Riley. Stay tuned for his next stand-up shows. And then watch how fucking he's going to skyrocket up there, dude.
1: (laughs) Skyrocket all the The way up.
0: He's the white Patrice
1: O'Neal. Wow, that's a big fucking statement. Yeah, his name is Patrick.
0: And, you know, it's halfway there. You're kind of Irish too, right? Yeah, Kind of, a little bit. Well, we'll see you guys every Thursday (laughs) and Sundays. And we'll catch you all next time. Peace.